0: welcome to the carpool podcast with kelly america we're having a mental health crisis and you're going to rub salt in the wound by changing the clocks and it's only an hour and since i've had kids every time it's happened it might as well be six hours and liz i've never actually like decorated the front of my house i've never like carved pumpkins and put it outside of a porch and i'm gonna do that your mom time off starts now Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. And today we have a super exciting jam-packed episode. We are test driving or taste driving all of the Starbucks fall flavors. Truly providing the service that everyone needs right now. Truly $36 later, we, have, we will find out what is worth it and what is not. I am so excited in the mood for fall i'm and like i can't believe how basic i'm sounding but like i just can't stop thinking about it i'm feeling very basic this year and i'm very excited about it same and i think it's like shouldn't be so frowned upon to like enjoy fall and like like things like (laughs) the term like basic is actually so annoying because it's like you mean you don't like fall scented candles and like scarves like i don't i know i don't understand what's wrong with you we were, I'm not the problem. We were talking because we're nothing if not unbiased here at the carpool. Um, do you remember the one thing we said we absolutely despise about fall? It's trash garbage and should go away forever. Daylight savings time. Daylight yeah. freaking savings time. Yeah. And I think that's even and that could probably even be a couple of other things I hate about winter, which the list is uh, oh, that, many. We will do a great hate. A great hate <laughs> for, of, for winter. Yeah. But yeah, it's the daylight savings times because that's when you want to sit out late like i just hate it when it's six o'clock and i feel like i can't leave my house anymore for the night no and like when i used to work in corporate world and like you would le- drive home in the dark it's like hey you know i wonder why we have seasonal depression it's like yeah, America, we're no having a question no, we're having a mental health crisis and you're gonna rub salt in the wound by changing the clocks it's so unnecessary. Wake up so unnecessary not to mention the bedtime of it all that it does mm-hmm. for kids and it's only an hour and ever since i've had kids every time it's happened it's been like it might as well be six hours it it might as well be six um genuine question though daylight savings times i know that we move the clocks but isn't it just doesn't it sort of just naturally get darker in the winter time it's not like at yes. eight o'clock no, 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 it's no, no, no. bright outside yes the yeah. days get shorter yeah okay But then again, they rub salt in the wound. They kick us while we're down. So yeah, it's like you could have just and we fall. We fall back. Yeah, for no reason. If anything, we should spring forward because then it would be like lighter, longer. Fun fact about me: numbers don't make any sense in my brain, and I can't understand them. It just seems like we've come so far, and I think it's like one of those things in society where like we're all just doing it and we're not asking questions, and I'm asking questions. Mm. Yeah, and I'm asking questions. And I don't think anyone's going to give you an answer, Cal, because I think that's where we're at. I think it's something about the farmers. Let me tell you something. I'm married to one. I still don't care. Yeah. So that doesn't a, doesn't really seem to help. So that's that on that. Yeah. Anyway, one thing that I did find interesting <laughs> from our... Um, remember when we did the uh, great idea of things we like about fall? Yeah. And then we said chili was the winner. And... Um, actually it was really interesting i put it on the carpool podcast instagram to let um everyone else vote and do their own tournament style and you know what was out in the first round chili pumpkin spice lattes oh wow so i actually think like we are kind of trying to tiptoe around the fact that like we like a pumpkin spice latte but like we're not like diehard fans and i think we're not ratioed on that i think everyone agrees that's interesting Like cold weather A cold morning beat A pumpkin spice latte It's just It's a cultural reset It's yeah. just like It's something that's Consistent in life Death taxes Starbucks pumpkin spice lattes. Yeah. You know it's just like mm-hmm. I think it's something we I feel safe with it um but anyway i'm super anyway, excited I thought that was interesting and we just shut up about fall but i am excited do you ha- one more thing about fall though huh. do you have anything on your fall bucket list because remember my summer my summer bucket list was to make mango salsa to make mango salsa and be an herb garden girly and i was an herb garden girly yeah um unfortunately i also experienced intense morning sickness or all day sickness mm. and then barely yeah. cooked with my herbs and couldn't stomach mango so i didn't get number two on the list but mm. i'm I'm going to try again in fall. So I'm just wondering, like, what's on your fall list? It can be anything. Hmm. I mean, hmm. I've never, since this is my first time having a house, I've never actually, like, decorated the front of my house for Halloween or for fall. Like, I've, outside of being a child, I've never, like, carved pumpkins and put it outside of a porch. Are you guys planning on doing that? And I'm going to do that. You know what's going to rock you? Hmm. Because it rocked me the first year I lived in the house? When you realize how expensive pumpkins are. Yeah. Like, I added some pumpkins, like, my first year. I was like, I'm going to get so many. It was like, I was at eight pumpkins, and it was $65. Yeah. And I'm like, ah. And then they, yeah. So, okay, so you're excited for just, like, pumpkins, and, like, I mean, you're such, like, a home decor girly. I Like, know. I just can't get over you. Like, you're a, you're my favorite home decor account right now. Hot well, take. it's just... I really don't have a lot going on and that's what it is and that's all it boils down to um and so I have the time and the um wherewithal to do it but I'm think you're actually being really smart to like do your house like before, before you guys kid, have kids yeah. because I mean you could argue it's like well kids are gonna ruin all which first of all isn't necessarily true but it's a lot harder to like have the headspace or even the money to like do it justify like getting that when you're like oh well we need this and that and this so I actually think you I'm like kind of jealous like I'm so happy Mm -hmm. for you but I do know that like it's just not my time or my place but I'll I'll get there eventually I'll be home decor girly eventually yeah well and you know also buying a new construction home it's so nice but it was also just so bare and there was it was so cold cold yeah and it hadn't been lived in and you could f- sense that and so adding some adding some curtains adding a rug like just it feels homey it feels warm and I love it I'm so happy for you thank you so pumpkins on the porch the is pumpkins a big on fall the porch thing. yeah ja- specifically jack-o-lanterns I would like to carve pumpkins and put them on the porch and I think I'm gonna want to do that one time and never do it again but I have to do it no the one let's time. check the box yeah anything else mm, I don't know I really want to, um, it's not like a, it's not as specific as my summer goals. I just want to spend a lot of time outside in the fall mm. because I think like at 1st like, oh, it's so chilly. But then like, you know, two months from now we're going to be like, that was so nice. So I want to like mm. put the sweaters on, dress the kids properly. You know, I'm all about that, um, uh, 10,000 hours, thousand hours, thousand hours outside goal with my kids, yeah. getting them outside as much as possible. And I like want to keep that, keep that energy into fall. I love it. So that's how I'm on my radar and um I would really like to bake a pie. Okay. Like from scratch? Yeah. Okay. I've never done one. And I'd like to like be like dad loves pie. He does love pie. And I would love to be like, hey, I'm coming over dinner and I'm gonna bake a pie. Okay, cute. So that's on that's me. But you know, keep us up there. like if you think of something. Yeah, I will. I hadn't really thought about it to be perfectly honest with you. I'm just so excited for it. But anyway. I think it's just like good to like say what you're excited about and like put action items on them like i'm also really excited to um take my kids trick-or-treating and get them halloween costumes yeah i like really could not be i think i'm more excited for fall than i have ever been in a very long time and i don't know why i'm just ready to to do it i think living in dallas it was hard to get excited for fall because it would be hot until late november yeah that's rough and so and like it's already crisp around here i know it's like a chilly morning maddie was like put on a sweatshirt i'm like oh my gosh Oh my gosh, it's, it's happening. Amazing. Anyway. Okay, let's shut up about that. Let's move on. Um, Kel, it's time for our Millennial Word of the Day, where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less lame. And today's word, it's a phrase, is next question. So next question just means moving on, on to the next thing. I don't want to answer that. Next question. So Sydney, we really get a lot of inspiration on the Gen Z stuff from Sydney, our sister. Um, so what was the example she, oh, so we have a, we have a siblings group chat and we have a siblings group chat and we have a siblings plus ones group chat. So it has Kelly and Tyler and me and Maddie and Craig and Charlotte and then Sydney and Grayson and Grayson just added her boyfriend drew into our sibling group chat. Which it's a big, and I don't know if like anyone else has like family chats and it's like a big deal and like the plus one gets added to the yeah. chat. Tyler, it was marriage you and maddie it was engagement yeah charlotte's in it but charlotte has a communication issue charlotte has and i live breathe and die by craig's girlfriend like love her but it it also was a communication issue because like craig's not going to tell her wouldn't communicate with her and so drew's not in our whole family group chat yet that's a lot but he is in our siblings plus one group chat and so then was it tyler who who sent in the group chat and he said sydney is there anyone you'd want to add and she just goes next question Right. Like, it's just like... Because she's single as a Pringle and, yeah. and has no one to add. Sorry, Sid. But anyway, that's an example of how to use the next question. Another example was when I texted my three sisters, hey, I'm thinking about mm. getting these shoes. Or I said, why do I want these shoes? And they were a little out there. They were green clogs. Yeah, I'm just like kind of playing with my personal style. I'm mm. trying to like find myself post-motherhood. Um, and Elizabeth just responded with IDK. very... Millennial of you. Grayson responded with, I think it's the pregnancy brain. And Sydney responded with next question. Yeah. (laughs) So we all just said no. So needless to say, I didn't get the green clogs. And that was obviously for the best. So true, bestie. Anyway, so that's our millennial word of the day. I think it's very easy to use. And I think that there is. I think that there's there's so many times and places where I'm looking for that phrase. Mm. um, And it's like a funny way to get out of answering things next question okay kelly i can smell these drinks and this pumpkin food in front of me so i think it's time we do our taste drive now this is serious business and i want us to take this as serious as we possibly can no we are nothing if not investigative journalists absolutely and this is like this is the biggest case we'll have all year truly we bought all of the seasonal fall drinks from starbucks and food items and food items and we are going to try them right now because each of these are what at least five dollars oh no i've got you're looking at forty dollars in starbucks right now okay and i'm looking at four talls and three little pastries yeah so we've got let me tell you what we got okay we have the iced oat milk caramel or like apple, apple you know, hope the, yeah why don't the, you the fall menu we obviously have the pumpkin spice latte mm-hmm. and we also have the um pumpkin spice cold brew iced apple crisp oak milk macchiato however they were out of oat milk so it's two percent okay that's hope fine it that doesn't ruin it um and then i saw this on instagram it's not like technically a fall drink but it's a chai tea latte with the pumpkin oh. cold foam on top I've never had chai tea before, so this is... You've never had chai mm-hmm. tea? Oh. So anyway, so we have the... You said the other two pumpkins. Yeah, and the pumpkins. Had. They also had a pumpkin, a frappuccino, but we thought that was an unnecessary thing to try because you sh- no one should be buying a, a it pumpkin was, spice frappuccino. It just felt like you're putting the same flavor in a different form, and I just didn't need, need to need check it. that box. I'm not. i also just not a frappuccino person. No. Um, and then for food items, we got the pumpkin loaf, the pumpkin cream cheese muffin, Ooh. And the pumpkin scone. Okay. The pumpkin loaf is year-round, but it's the pumpkin scone and the pumpkin muffin that are. Yeah. And I think I want to know, like, and I, like, but I wanted to, like, get the pumpkin loaf as, like, the base. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. Like, a good, yeah, a good starter point. I kind of feel like they're, like, they need, like, one more something. Like, it's a lot of pumpkin. It's a bit too much pumpkin. And then they did an apple. But I feel like there's other fall flavors they could have, like... Like, where's, like, the pecan something? Yeah. it It feels like they're... Because, like, if you don't want pumpkin. Apple cider, Like, I know that Apple, but, like, more like a cider type things. Like, I feel like they're really missing an opportunity for a cider. Yeah, it just felt like I could have used one more variety of fall flavor. Well, without further ado, Kelly, let's just try these. So, where I think we start with the old classic. Yeah, Pumpkin Spice and latte. we start with the PSL. Yeah. The the drink that shaped a nation. Try not to gulp into the mic. I'm sorry. Because I sorry. just can't. It's giving candle. Days like a candle. Kelly came out with fighting words. <laughs> um, it is giving me way more pumpkin than it is coffee. And maybe that's what people want. Again, I said this in an episode earlier. The PSL is too much sugar for me. So I always knock it down a few shots of everything. But it's it's a good No, drink. I mean it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's just that first sip just really hit me. And I've already had and to be fully transparent with the with the class. I've already had the pumpkin cream cold brew once this year. Okay, so you already know. So that's I was your, your yeah, friends. So that was like a lot coming at me. I'm glad aren't you going to have, we kind of picked like a gloomy day to do this. Yeah. I will say I tried it again. I'm sort of getting your candle vibes in the sense of I'm definitely tasting a fake flavor, yeah, and I'm not tasting coffee beans, which I don't which, do, I, do. with that what you want. No, will. but I feel like coffee pumpkin would go good together. So like, they should have like turned up the coffee a bit. So like, what would you give it out of ten? Mm. I'd give it a solid four, and I know that sounds harsh. Yeah, I mean, I I would give it probably like a five. But again if I could like knock it down a little bit to make it to my preference I would like it more. But who why are we giving a review on a pumpkin spice latte? Everyone's had a pumpkin spice latte. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on to the pumpkin cream cold brew. So this one is just really pumpkin on the in the top. I think they have a couple of um, I think pumps. it's so good in the actual coffee it's fantastic that all their cold brews with the with the cr- oh, oh, oh. with the foam and cream on top or whatever that is is so good no that was a genius new product edition on Starbucks yeah. because like if there's another thing they can charge for there's a little bit of cinnamon on top there's a lot of cinnamon. it's very very fantastic it gives me a much better pumpkin to yeah, coffee yeah, yeah. ratio so freaking good now, what I'm a little bit nervous about is this, what what did, what did they say this one was it's called? It's an apple crisp macchiato. So, like, I'm a Carl Macchiato girl. Like, I like Carl Macchiato. I can't imagine this is good.
1: I've it's, never had this. It
0: smells, I'm like, I'm getting the scent of it. I'm, it smells like, like fake apple. Again, it's giving candle. However, if you don't like pumpkin and you like, you want to have a fall drink. That would be better hot. I would. I wish it was hot because I, I wish it was like a hot apple cider. I would have liked to have seen, but they don't, they, I'm sure you could get it hot, but that's not like what they're pushing on the menu. No, this is exactly what they're pushing on the menu. I feel as though it would have been better hot. I may consider trying it hot if I want a hot drink and I don't want a pumpkin spice, I would maybe consider. Yeah. I mean, I was, I thought that like, I like didn't want to be on team, um, Tastes like a candle because i'm not trying to get canceled over here so i was trying to like create some distance from that narrative however i'm back on taste like a candle it was better the second sip was it better second sip just like what is all this gunk at the bottom See, i don't of it? know and i tried to mix it up i think it's got to be i don't know what it is yeah, it's just fine. It's fine. Let's move on. Okay. And the last thing we're going to try is the iced chai tea latte with the pumpkin cold foam on top. I can't believe you've never had a chai tea latte. <laughs> that has so many flavors coming at me at one time. Chai tea latte seemed like a waste of time because it's... Mm, I love chai tea latte. Okay, maybe I just don't like... That That t- just tastes like Christmas. Yeah, it's good. Here, you can have the pumpkin cold brew. I'll take this. Okay. Thank you. Uh, <clears throat> The pumpkin cold foam cold, cold brew is obviously my number one. Then probably this little iced chai tea latte with a pumpkin foam. Then a PSL. Then the apple caramel macchiato. I, I feel would, like you would agree with me. No, I would disagree with you. I would do iced pumpkin cold brew PSL apple. Then that chai tea. I just don't think I like chai tea. Or maybe that was just like, I think I would like chai tea hot again. Mm, I think that like like iced chai tea is spices. so good. It's so good. Okay, food time. Okay. What do you want to start with? Should we just, like, get our base of, like, a pumpkin loaf? Sure. Probably should have, like, gotten these all out of the bag before we... Yeah, I'll do that really fast. Started recording. Oh, sounds like a hard scone. The scone's really pretty. Presentation-wise, should I, like, get a pick? I guess. Before we, want. like, destroy them. No, I mean, a, pump, a pumpkin loaf from Starbucks... Always hits. I I go so, I get one several times a year. They do it well. So if it's anything that's not as good as the pumpkin loaf, I'll be disappointed that they're big that this fall 100%. Thing, oh man. So Kelly is what are you gonna start with? The, um let's start with this. But, but I wanna get like I thought you wanted to start with the pumpkin loaf as a base. No. Okay. Well she We're starting with the muffin. We're doing the muffin. Oh thank you. With the cream cheese. It has like a cream cheese. Cream cheese middle. Is one of my favorite foods. It's okay. It's okay. I don't know if it's... It's not better than a pumpkin loaf. I can confidently say that. Mm, well, I don't know because is it is it just adding more than a pumpkin loaf? Because it's basically a pumpkin loaf only with cream cheese in the middle? No. Here's the thing. Muffins are can mm-hmm. be difficult to eat. Like a loaf yeah. is like... You can tear off some loaf. A muffins, it's like you have the top. You have the bottom. You have the middle. There's different textures. They're falling apart. Like I could take a corner off this loaf and the loaf's completely intact i think it's more enjoyable Mm. to eat and snack on like now we have a torn up muffin that's something to consider for sure however it is the if you want if you like the diversity in your snacks and you don't mind um you know putting a little extra work it does it's the same it's the same bread as a pumpkin loaf yeah okay scone time i feel like you're a scone person or you're not I'm like a cranberry orange scone person. Mm. I don't think I'm gonna like this. I must be a scone person because I really like that. I like it too. I like that it kind of has that like fro. Even though the frosting's like a cr- like a hard frosting, it's it's a real. It breaks up the pumpkin a little bit, which I'm appreciating right now. <laughs> I enjoy that. Um, it's not my. F- I mean, it's fine. It's giving homemade dog treat, but I am a harsh critic. I think the pumpkin loaf... Let me just get in there and get some pumpkin loaf. Pumpkin loaf with the pumpkin seeds. So moist. Ew, I could hear... I really hope our producers cut your bite out. Pumpkin loaf's great. 10 out of 10. And that was this chaotic segment. I don't know if this was good podcast content or not, but... Mm, Pumpkin loaf. We should have started with the pumpkin loaf. I needed a baseline because I haven't had a pumpkin loaf in a very long time. That is better than the muffin for sure. Yep, so it's pumpkin loaf. Scone. Let me finish. Okay. If you're a scone person... Scone's really, really good. If you don't like the pumpkin loaf, but you want to have a pumpkin treat, scone was really, really good. My stomach already hurts. Like it's just much too much pumpkin coming at me. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, way too much. But okay, well, that was our taste drive. Let's move on. Put in the work. Now we're moving on to a segment we haven't done in a while, and just sort of expose ourselves and keep us honest, and just sort of like know what we're buying this fall season. Yep, we're doing our last three transactions. And transactions they were for me. Mm. I. I've, have, got halls. I've got some hauls. I've got some hauls, too. I checked my bake statement, and I was like, how did that happen? And then I opened it up. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, I did is Isn't it funny how, like, it just does add up? It's like, there's no way. And then it's just like, oh, there, it, it was. Yeah. It, it does happen. You want to um, start us off? Yeah. I will start us off. So, I actually just placed a order for a fall Abercrombie haul. Mm-hmm. Abercrombie is one of my favorite places to shop because they have tall sizes, um... They also have petite sizes. They just have more extended sizes. And did you know, so they have extra short, short, regular, long, Long, and they're getting extra extra long. long. Yeah, I saw that. And they also have curve, which I sometimes like to buy their, their curve love stuff because I have bigger hips and a smaller waist. And so like regular jeans sometimes look funky on me and their curve love stuff like hugs the curves really nicely so I'm like a huge huge Abercrombie fan and it's pretty reasonably priced and they have sales a lot anyway I placed a massive haul um you just kind of have to like order a lot and then you try have- it all on uh, yes. so I probably ordered more than I needed but I bet their return rate is really high because yeah. I, I do feel like that's like one of the only ways to shop there is you have to buy a lot Well, is there Abercrombie around here I, not that I know of there's like in the Galleria yeah. so I don't know that's what that was one of my I'm, I'm not gonna say how much it was what but, was your like most exciting piece that you got um they have like a lot of these really pretty sort of like silky tops I got two silky button-ups long sleeve and I can just see them being worn in a multiple multitude of different ways and I'm really excited to try and style them cute yeah um okay so mine's kind of going off that so i also normally like abercrombie i also like how simple their clothes are mm-hmm. um they do have maternity pants which i have ordered and do love because i have trendy jeans that are long enough which is exciting yeah but besides that they are an incred- they're incredibly this is not their fault it's not their demographic but like they're not a very bump friendly site like there's not there's not a top on there that would work with a bump because like they're all cropped well, maybe just, <clears throat> my silky button-ups would work maybe so anyway i had to reflect on okay where am i going to buy some maternity clothes because i've really been struggling with my per- maternity style and i don't want to buy maternity clothes because i do think they're so wasteful um because I'm, I'm not wasteful like you have to buy some pieces but i'm just like what else can i style yeah. that's not maternity like, what's just like bump friendly that i can wear after so I did a loft haul, which I used to love shopping at the loft yeah, when I, I still like shopping at the loft. I just haven't done it in a while because I thought some of their pieces got a little too like matronly and oldie. Mm-hmm. But one thing I liked is they have a whole section. This is going to sound very like old lady when I say it, but they have a whole section called tunics. And oh. all of this is just like a longer top or it's like a sweater that's just like a little bit longer than a regular sweater. Love it. So I ordered two tunic sweaters that... They're not giving, like, halfway down your thigh tunic, but, like, they'll be long enough with a bump. Cute. So, that's what I ordered. Also, sometimes, like, modest is hottest, and, like, we don't always need the crop. No, and I think that, like, especially, like, you know, I could wear them with, like, maternity jeans now, but then, like, next winter, I could wear them with, like, leather leggings, like, heels, and, like, it's still, like, leggings aren't going anywhere, Mm -hmm. so, like, you still sometimes need a longer top with leggings. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm hoping that they're going to do for me. Love. Love um my next transaction i also placed a order from dsw oh my gosh i have a (laughs) idea of what i think is gonna is about to be a thing and maybe it is a thing but like i haven't seen it that much so spell slingback pumps so a pump that just has you know what i'm talking about like the little little uh, slingback yeah yeah specifically i think like in a in a brown Elizabeth, I have a whole... I wrote down talk about the color brown because I have a whole thing I want to talk about with that. Okay. So yeah, brown is like such a thing right now. So I ordered two pairs of brown pumps. One is like a... Just a sort of... Mm, like su- suede brown pump. Because I could see it with jeans. I could see it with like dresses i could see with skirts i could see with a number of things and then i ordered these like patterned slingback pumps because again i dress so simply like i i don't wear a lot of patterns so if i can have jeans one of my silky long sleeve shirt uh, blouses and then like an awesome shoe yeah i'm gonna be stunning i want to turn on that silky top before i leave today well it hasn't come in yet i just Uh, ordered it um but yeah i think that slingback pumps are about to be huge okay so my next transaction i i was at the lake this weekend and i was just doing some online shopping because my kids were nap. Hattie took way too long of a nap and i did way too much damage um so i did a nordstrom shoe haul because also one thing about me is when like clothes don't fit i gravitate towards the shoes makeup shoes and jewelry so i follow this one blogger i can't remember her name sienna jane or something i don't know i'll try to share it to the carpool because she is a fabulous fashion blogger um but she was like listen here's a." she called it a micro trend which i'm like that's cute micro trend trend brown sneakers and she's mm. so right like brown sneakers are so cute right now and she shared like a lot of different varieties a lot of different price points so i bought the vejas which are like a little bit more expensive but i wear tennis shoes all the time but they're fully brown they're f- well they're like brown black oh okay So, like, you could wear them with black and, like, they could read athleisure. They could read, like, wear them with jeans. But she's, like, micro-trend brown sneakers. And I thought that was, like, an easier, more wearable wearable way for me to, like, get into the brown world. And let me just say, like, I'm so excited brown is making a comeback. Brown is a flattering color. It is. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. I love brown. I feel like there was a phase where it was, like, wear black everything. And while I do still love a fully black moment, Um, I've been, like, okay, there's been like things that have been said about me that everyone's like is liz wearing white all all, because she just thinks that she's like a bride well because i wore white all summer yeah i just really like white i really like neutrals and i really like creams and i think that brown is the fall winter version of the whites and the creams that I wear. I see all that, summer. Elizabeth. I see that. So yeah, I'm I'm for it. And I think my I love micro trend. Sling back pumps are gonna be our micro trend. No, I thought that was super yeah, cute. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love that. And it's good to have like a sneaker that's not white. No, I know. Uh we're also how about the fact that this is kind of a tangent, but like speaking of colors Elizabeth and I are getting our colors done next month. Mm. We're like, if you're so seen those excited. like house of color things where you like put on that white thing and they're like, these girls just like throw colors at you. But I like connected with this girl who stuff. does it in Missouri. And I was like, first of all, I just like want to do it. And I think it'd be fun content. Um, but like, I'm so scared. She's going to be like, lose not in your color I know palette. <laughs> I know so they like take all these scarves or like these fabrics and they like put it up to you and then you see what washes you out and what makes your skin and your eyes and everything pop yeah. and then you find out what I, I, I don't know if that's what she calls them, but I've seen like seasons yeah like summer yeah, yeah. summer autumn and you know what else like because p- someone messaged me and they're like you should do it because you always don't know which nail color to get mm. she's so like if you do that like you'll know which color goes with your skin goes with your skin I don't know I'm excited. I mean, I think it's a little bit of a, not gimmick, but like, do I think I'll wear colors outside what this girl tells me to wear? 100%. Oh, yeah. But it's just like, what are my good colors? I'm excited. There are certainly colors I put on. And like the Athleta Renew tanks is a perfect example because I have those in a ton of colors. In some of those tanks, all the same size, all the same cut. Some look a million times better on me than others. And it's the color. What color, like what color don't you think looks good on you? um you know i don't really think like i have this like mm, sort of like what what would you call that that color like a sage green yeah i sort of have like a sage green doesn't look great the maroon doesn't look great i would agree i don't like sage colors that look great there's like this bright yellow looks fantastic on me yeah a bright blue looks fantastic on me so yeah i like we'll see don't look good in mauves or purples like i never like those colors on me which is funny because you have purple nails right now that would explain why I don't like that <laughs> anyway I just wanted to, to tell when we were doing that and we'll give you an update because oh, I'm so excited it's just going to be like something fun mm-hmm. okay oh, it was my turn yeah it's your turn okay so if you follow me on Instagram you saw this I was so excited to try this out I had seen it all over the internet where you take you go to the thrift store and you buy just pots um like glass or ceramic pots and then you mix acrylic paint with baking powder and they take a sponge and you put the color all over the pot and then it creates a um sort of terracotta or pottery look they looked amazing thank you so i went to the thrift store and i bought um three three pots that kind of were varying in shapes and sizes and um I then I went to the store and bought paint and baking powder. And it was it was a really fun craft night. Like I told Maddie, I was like, I, I want to do this because I think it'd be cool. But more than that, I need an activity that is not working out or going on a walk, but it's also not staring at my phone yeah. or my computer. So like yeah. I need to use my hands. I need to create something. And it was so easy and really fun. I love that. Yeah. It's good to have crafts. I feel like in like high school and college, like you do so many crafts. And then, like, I just don't do crafts anymore. Yeah. And I will say, too, like, you don't even have to go to the thrift store. I was really nervous that I was going to screw it up. So I found this old um, pot that I had in my basement that I was just, like, going to donate. And I practiced on that one first. And it actually ended up being one of my favorite ones. And, like, we love an upcycle. It's literally in my bedroom right now. And, like, you gave them other life. Yeah, I I know. I'm so proud of you. It's cool. Yeah. Um, One thing, speaking of crafting, one thing I need to get on Is crocheting this baby a blanket? Oh, yeah. You do that for every baby. I've done it for every baby so far. And if you like, here would be a great fall bucket list for somebody. Learn to crochet. Here's all you do. YouTube, how to crochet a granny square. It's the easiest crochet blanket pattern you can possibly do. It's so easy. I taught myself how to do it off YouTube. And then I crocheted George and Hattie both their baby blankets. What color are you going to do? Well, George, I did taupe and white. And Hattie, I did pink and white. I don't know just like what blue and white do I like wait to get his colors done no I'm just kidding (laughs) yeah (laughs) I know um I was thinking blue and white or I could also because like I did two colors so I was also thinking I could do like like the reverse of what I did for George's but he probably just like needs his own thing yeah I think you like give him his own thing um I don't know if I want to do blue and white maybe like blue and gray or like even like blue and green or something I don't know we let's go to Michael's okay we need to figure that out just see what speaks to us anyway my last transaction uh was just grocery shopping but i'm gonna have that lead into our dtd which is our ditch the drive-thru segment where we give you an easy dinner recipe to get you out of your dinner rut by giving you a recipe to mix it up and today's ditch the (laughs) drive-thru is chicken tortilla soup ooh a staple let me tell you something I've been doing so good on my... I have. I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast yet. I my mean, like, faux meal planning. I'm calling it, like, meal vibing. I've never heard you speak of this one time in your life. Maybe I've just been, like, really keeping it in. Well, I told you how Naptime Kitchen does Pasta Mondays. So yeah. I've been doing Pasta Mondays. Yeah. Love it. It just, like, gives you a direction. And, like, yeah. if, you're, if you if you want to do the most, do a pasta primavera with chopped vegetables. If you want to do the least, do spaghetti. It gives you guidelines. But it, it gives you a category to start with. Yes. a jumping off point. Tuesday, I have made Taco Tuesday. But I'm expanding it to like more like Mexican Tuesday. Yeah. But I'm also doing like Mexican or Asian because I feel like I want to have like a wide variety. So it's like, am I making tacos? Am I making stir fry? Am I making chicken tortilla soup? Mm. Like that fell into Tuesday's okay. bucket. Wednesday's is Moscow's because we normally have Moscow's. And Moscow's are? Things that must go. Yeah. And then Thursday, I'm still like playing Le- with Leftovers. I'm I'm still playing go. with Thursday, but I'm just calling like Thursday like American, f- like, like, <laughs> Hearty, just like my cl- like a chicken pot pie, yeah, like something a little more boring, like a pork chops and green beans, like yeah. not like a thing. And yeah. then Friday, I'm thinking about doing like pizza. Anyway, I'm still playing around with my vibes, but I would just like recommend it. So to to Tuesday's vibe is chicken tortilla soup. And how do you make chicken tortilla soup? I use the Pioneer Woman's recipe, and it's max. So okay. Like I don't have my own recipe. Look up the Pioneer Woman's; she does amazing. And the key to good chicken tortilla, you do it in the crock pot. We love to see it. Thing about chicken tortilla soup—it's all about the toppings. The base of the soup. What's nice is it's like you can make it more indulgent or less indulgent. Again, more healthy or less healthy, Mm -hmm. depending on what you add to it. Like, Mm -hmm. because all it is is vegetable and chicken and like some seasoning. Yeah. And beans. But then, like, do you want to add cheese? Are we adding sour cream? Are you adding avocado? Like, are you adding chips? Like, you can make it as fabulous because Tyler would never just eat chicken tortilla soup. But when I doctor it for him, he inhales it. it. Yeah. I love that. And you can make it like. Like I don't make mine spicy. Like my kids eat it. Like it's not very spicy at all. Nice. Maybe Thursday should be cockpot Thursday. I should bring back crockpots. Okay, Liz, are you ready for industry news? Always. Um, it's very car heavy. When I say that, I mean like we're talking a lot of, about like certain models. Cool. Um, the first story from automotive news slash like this like account called the Car Mom also covered it, and it's that the thirty thousand dollar Chevy Equinox EV is all about affordability and utility. Uh, the Chevy Equinox EV can't crab walk like the GMC Hummer EV or haul big loads like the Chevy Silverado EV, but it will be in but it will play an outsized role in GM's quest to be a top selling electric vehicle maker in the U.S. So we went to Detroit. Mm-hmm. We saw the Chevy EV, Chevy mm-hmm. Equinox EV, and we did a whole tour. It's up on our YouTube channel. What do we think about it? Well, it was a really pretty car. I enjoyed it for what it was. I thought it was strange that it was called the Equinox when it it does not look like an Equinox. Yes, and that was our question. So, because when I saw it, I'm like, "So is the Equinox being redesigned?" They're like, "No," and I'm like, "Well, this doesn't look anything like an Equinox." They're like, "Yep, the only thing they have in common is the name. Like, it's not even the same." And they like, "We're saying that like it was like cool." And I'm like, "Well, they're like, well, the Equinox is our top selling, one of our top selling vehicles behind the Silverado, so like we want people like have that familiarity with the name." And I'm like, by not giving them an Equinox right so we'll see how that goes because we we were saying and it's such a it's such a double-edged sword because we were saying that we like it when brands just take the cars we already know and love and make them into a hybrid or an ev version and so we're like oh nice they did this we love the equinox and they made an equinox ev except it's just different Yeah, so taking that out of it, I did like the car, and I think yeah. for $30,000... It's incredible. ...to get an EV, SUV that has... And, and here, here's what they did well, because we will give credit where it's due. Yeah. They put middle head restraints in, which for Absolutely. GM to have middle head restraints, it's a 10 out of 10 situation. And pretensioners. Apparently, yeah. yeah. Apparently. Well. I feel like I'm not going to like say it has pretensioners until I read the owner's manual and say that it has pretensioners. Yeah, so this car is coming out in fall of 2023. So this this version that we saw it's like not fully functional it is running on a golf cart motor it was so weird like we opened up the center console and like nothing was there no there was like a wires yeah wires and stuff because it was like all pre-production like the seatbelts didn't pull out all pre-production so um with that being said like there were some things that they weren't able they didn't know like they weren't Like we couldn't confirm their Yeah, 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 yeah they had certain things and I, makes me think things could be subject to change so excited about it but like not the last time like i need a lot more more i need to drive it um but i am excited about gm and their ev innovation i feel good about the tech and i think yeah. one thing that like i really wanted to drill them on was their how do you pronounce it altinium ult, ultium ultium batteries mm-hmm. because basically like all of the gm cars will use the same battery so anything from like the Hummers to the Cadillacs to the Chevys to the GMCs, like anything in GM's lineup uses the same batteries. They just use more or less less depending on the car. Like obviously the Equinox is less than the Silverado or the Hummer. So it feels good from like a longevity standpoint because I think like, you know, Chevy's been in the news, which I think we talked about it last episode um, because like someone bought a Chevy Bolt and like then the battery was $30,000 because like they don't make it anymore. So that's kind of like taking care of this because They described it as they have this battery and then they have modules within the pack. And so you buy like per module. So it would be like the Equinox. I don't this is just an example. I don't know what the exact ones are, but let's say the Equinox takes four modules and the Silverado takes eight modules. Mm hmm. Like, that's how they described it to us. And they were, like, really jacked up about it. So, I think they're, like, very proud of yeah. Well, they're concept. like they're, like, it's a holistic approach. I'm like, what is that? I know. <laughs> Kelly literally goes, so I got an email saying it was a holistic approach. So, can, get some, can someone tell me what that means? <laughs> I have. I hope that they, like, want, I hope I continue to get invited to these because I think I do what a journalist should do. It's just, like, I always stump them. Every time I go, I always stump them somehow. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm asking the hard-hitting questions. So anyway, we like the. Let me be clear. We like the Equinox EV. We are excited about all things Equinox EV. There's just some more. It's just not an Equinox. Well, and so we saw like one of the the top of the line ones because they always do that. They always yeah. give you like the nicest one. And so they're saying, oh, it's starting at thirty. And Kelly was like, so how much would this one be? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, we can't release that <laughs> information like, yet. So so it's like we didn't see the thirty thousand dollar one. Did we see the fifty thousand dollar one? yeah what does what what do you not get in the $30,000 one no so I know there's like still so many questions and a lot of it's just like it's just like how the telly ride puts a third row in the back seat be so they can say it's an eight passenger car but no, shut no, up I, yeah it's but, not. Then, but then the middle seat of the third row is five and a half inches we've taken a tape measure to it so it's just like they're just checking boxes yeah not and they're, they're playing the game I know it's a game but as a the hard-hitting journalist I am I'm here to ask questions. Well, if you're going to play the game, then we're going to play the game and we're going to roast you for it. So. 100%. But what is impressive about this car because Automotive News also put together like these lower priced EVs and their driving ranges. So this is going to get 250 so the 30,000, the base model will have a 250 mile driving range. The higher price trims will offer up to 300 miles. Okay. So we're basically, let's say we're at 30,000 for 250. Then you look at a car like the Nissan Leaf, 28,120 miles. Wow. So it is, it, it, it's looking like good for range. Some things that are comparable to those, like then you have the Hyundai Ionic 5. Now that one starts at 41,303 miles yeah Kia isn't that isn't that crazy that the the name of the game with EVs on comparing price and trim is like how far it'll get you yeah like that's not really it's not really something you <laughs> deal with with ice cars so speaking of all things EV um we had a really big I'm a little late by the time this podcast is coming out but I did recap a day of on my Instagram stories um Jeep came out and did the most Jeep had a Jeep has done the devil works hard Jeep works harder they're bringing out models. They're bringing out technology. They're bringing out this. And now they're bringing out an entire lineup of EV vehicles. By 2025, Jeep says it will launch four all-electric SUVs by 2025. Crazy. It's like, babe, that's like three, less than that's three like years from now. super soon if you think about it. And if you think it comes out like six months before 2025, like. Right. I mean, the, we just like, saw the 2023 Equinox. Like, they're So behind, it's like. Yeah. So here are the cars that are coming out. And I'm actually, I'm excited, and it's kind of like going to bring up some good discussions for us. So the first is a Jeep Wagoneer SEV. This is the most controversial one to me because it is, uh, it's, it's called the Wagoneer S. It's a fully electric Wagoneer, but it's not a Wagoneer. It's a, I don't even know if it has a third row. But then I heard people saying, which I haven't read this anywhere, but I got some messages saying that like they're trying to make Wagoneer its own brand. Yeah. So it's well, like because they, they they told us they told us that at one of the events we must have went just to. Miss that. Remember, because they were like, because you're like, oh, this is the, you they 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 basically told you to drop the word Jeep and just say Wagoneer. Mm, I forgot about that. That was at the Chicago or New York artist Show when they ha- when they did the extended wheelbase Wagoneer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway, it's a Wag- Wagoneer S. So again, like Equinox, it's not a Wagoneer, but it is an all electric SUV. I, I'm thinking it's going to be about the size of like the typical Grand Cherokee. Again, unclear if it's a third row, if it's not a third row yet. But they're exciting. You, you know, then they just like throw out things like... They're like the Wagoneer S. The S stands for Speed, Striking, and Sexy, which that is so cringy for a manufacturer to say the word sexy to me. Yeah. But that's what they're saying. Okay. Okay. Cool. Next, so that so that, that's like the big one that came out. Next, we have a Jeep Recon EV, which is like, um, it's like a brother to the Wrangler. It's like a little like, ru- like Rivian's Quaking. It's like a little like a rugged off-roader mm-hmm. EV cutesy-tootsy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's cute. It looks like a Range Rover. I love everything about it. Um, they're bringing out a Jeep Wrangler 4xe, like a Jeep Wrangler hybrid, and uh, the Jeep Avenger, which is like an electric SUV, electric Jeep, but it's only going to Europe, so not over mm-hmm. by us. Avenger's a good name for a car, though. I do enjoy that. So, yeah, I'm excited about these. Um, and then I saw, I don't know why it's not in this press release, but they're making a uh, Jeep Wagoneer 4xe, so a plug-in oh. hybrid. Good. We like, we love a hybrid. We feel better with a hybrid. Yeah, it says Jeep's Top Line Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer will receive a hybrid four by E drivetrain by 2025. This is excited because this is the first like concrete thing we've heard. Like, so we have the Sequoia, which is a hybrid, but active hybrid. So like not a plug in moment. Um, and then Expedition has nothing. Tahoe has nothing. Zervan has nothing. Escalade has nothing. Yeah. Navigator has nothing. So this is like... Our other big, like, full-size – and I'm sure we'll get those announcements soon, but for now we don't have anything in the full-size category. So I'm very excited for this. On the edge of my seat to hear pricing. It's ridiculous. So that's our industry news. That was good, pal. Thanks. Um, And now let's do a quick little piece of advice segment. Luckily, it's a question for you because um, the pregnancy is catching up with my shortness of breath and – Someone emailed. So if you want to e- if you want to get our advice on any topic, something that like maybe Liz is doing, I'm doing, the business is doing, anything, you can email us at hello at the carmomofficial.com. That's hello at the carmumofficial.com. Um, hello, fangirl here. I love your podcast and I love all your content. Liz, now that you're married, how are you displaying your wedding photos in your home? Picture wall, pictures throughout, saving your bouquet. My sister-in-law is getting married. I want to give her some class, something classy to remember the day, and some sort of home decor. So I wanted to do my, um, I wanted to preserve my bouquet, and I was gonna use Dogwood Design, I believe is the name that I had seen um, on Instagram. But you have to like let them know you want, like you have to reserve your date ahead of time, like Mm. when you're going to get it to them. And I just kind of dropped the ball on it and I didn't do anything, but it was something I wanted to do. They make a couple of different things that I was considering. They make like a jewelry or a ring dish um, with like your flowers in it, which I thought would be really cool. They make a like coffee table tray, which I thought would be really cool. They also make um, like bookends, which could also be functional and cool. So I think preserving your bouquet is – so cool and so awesome and something i wanted to do i just personally dropped the ball i didn't know it. you could like do things that aren't just like actually preserving the bouquet i'm trying to. yeah i know you like put it they like um it's like what is that uh resin mm-hmm. they like seal it in resin um and they can make some really really cool things so i think that's an awesome idea I haven't gotten my wedding photos back yet and so I'm not sure exactly how I'm going to pre- or how I'm going to display them in my home. I definitely have a lot of wall space I need to um, fill up. I'm just trying to decide if I'm that girl that's going to like put an entire gallery wall of my wedding photos and I don't think I am. But I'll probably just um, get some pretty frames from Home Goods, some matching frames and maybe like an Put ornament them in like if you like want to get them a gift like ornaments you could like too. turn like their wedding photo into like an ornament or something yeah or you could, i'm sure they do bouquet um preservation ornaments too that's a really good idea that is a good idea be cute. i know but i wouldn't think to like book it before you wedding, but it makes sense because like they have timelines they, like they, yeah, yeah. It, but i did see someone say um that they maybe it was the same dogwood design maybe they were like yeah if you, hey if you ever didn't know that this was a thing that you could do or um you didn't schedule in time you can like go to your florist and be like hey can you get these flowers and like create like a smaller arrangement and then send them to her and then she can preserve the same flowers it just won't be the specific ones on your wedding day but an idea if you really really loved your flowers um just have have a florist remake it and then get it preserved get that preserved I also feel like can't you just like buy resin and like DIY like maybe not like make like a beautiful jewelry mold but like do I think you could like fudge an ornament maybe I don't know I, Cal, I don't know how difficult resin is to work I just with like and I, I, always don't, to see I don't people know on tiktok like doing it but I also don't know if there's a step that goes into I don't know if strictly resin preserves a flower or if, you, mm. if there's like a chemical con- like that you have to put on what it what do we know yeah I anyway I don't big takeaways you have to book it ahead of time looking into that mm-hmm. and that's our episode So thank you guys so much for listening to The Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Be sure to subscribe, leave us five stars, leave us a review. We absolutely love to read the reviews and follow us on Instagram at The Carpool. Thank you for listening to The Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know, there's room in the car for everyone.